my fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I am joined now with the one and only David Hay, the haymaker himself. How are you? I'm not bad. I'm excited. I'm fired up. You know, only five, five more days to go until mm -hmm. Derek Chisora steps through those ropes at Wembley Arena, looking to do the impossible, looking to <laughs> dethrone one of the pound-for-pound pound top five in the world, undisputed cruiserweight champion, Olympic amateur champion, world amateur champion, WSB <laughs> champion. He's Damn. looking to do something that he's never done before. And every single person who knows something about boxing thinks he's got no shot. And that's a good well, place to be because when he beats, when he beats him, what are they going to say then? They need to recognize what Derek Jazoo is going to do. And they need to, if you're going to say it's an easy fight for Usyk, say it publicly, put it out there. Mm -hmm. So when Derek beats him, then you've got to give, tell me what you now think about Derek Chisora. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you because, you know, Usyk hasn't been tested at heavyweight yet. I mean, we've seen him fight Chaz Witherspoon, who is a four-day replacement for Tyrone Sprong. There's not much to sort of base his performance off of, but nonetheless, it seems like a lot of people are labeling Usyk a dangerous heavyweight, but we don't have much to base that off of yet. Does that surprise you at all that they can say that? without him having a, a true test yet? He's had some heavyweight tests as an amateur or sort of slash amateur. It's WSB or WS. There's it it like yeah, a semi-professional thing that they do. And he fought big guys like uh, Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce, Joe yeah. Joyce is a real, a real size heavyweight. And he was able to... Um... Sorry, but I had a phone call come from the other <laughs> side and it cut it out. I had to press decline then they probably think i'm being ignorant but uh, they're gonna keep calling back i know i can feel it but anyway no he's fought a big guys like joe joyce in the sort of amateur slash, slash pros and, and and conducted himself well he was able to deal with the pressure of a natural big man so although he hasn't as a professional boxer fought anyone over 90 kilograms under in the amateur ranks he Can't hear you. Gone. Is that better? Can you hear me? Yeah, now? yeah. Now I hear you. Don't know why. Don't know why. Happened. That was strange. That was really. It never happened to me before. I have no idea yeah. what that was about. Yeah, okay. I can't hear you either. <laughs> so where was I? Was I? What was I? What for the? You're talking about Joe Joyce. He bought. Joe... He's, he's fought big guys, and people just automatically. I can't hear you anymore. Put my earphone in. Okay, I bet that's better now, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I don't know, I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, <laughs> where, where was we once again? Hey, you got, you got to edit this down or something? Uh, seriously. Like, leave, it, leave it raw like this. <laughs> so people know exactly like what really goes on. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, nothing. I don't even. I don't even remember what the question was now. I remember, maybe it's talking about Joe Joyce, but I don't know what context or. It, I was or, asking you about, you know. People, people just assume his credentials is going to be great at heavyweight. Yeah, people just sort of, yeah, assuming, really, because there's not much to base it off of with Chaz Witherspoon. We do know that he was an exception. I mean, look what he did at cruiserweight, but 
uh, the heavyweight game, for him to be called such a dangerous fighter in the heavyweight scene, but not having actually been tested, you know, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I understand why people give him such high praise, even before he's actually had any body of work in the heavyweight division, because his amateur credentials as a, you know, as a 90 kilo fighter and a professional solid, undefeated, undisputed champion, ring magazine, lineal champion, ticking all the boxes, mm-hmm. fantastic, pound for pound, top five, great, you the man. People just look at that and just think, okay, he's only got to go up to heavyweight, you know, David Hay did it, Evander Holyfield did it, you know, he seems just as, uh, he's actually more technically accomplished, he's won mm-hmm. more title titles against champions at that weight than they did so I get why people just automatically assume it's easy to go up in weight but it's not and um, you know my first you know fight at heavyweight was against Monty Barrett who was ranked uh, number 10 in the world Mm -hmm. by the WBC at the time he was a live opponent coming off a big victory over Ty Fields right before my fight and that was my first sort of dip in my, that was my first heavyweight fight after relinquishing all my cruiserweight belts. It was, I got knocked down in that fight, but I knocked him spark out. I really, I knocked him down like four or five times. Really exciting fight. Ota Arena, packed out, set the world alight. And my next fight was for the heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. That's how I did it. His first fight was against Chad Witherspoon. Seven round fight, not that entertaining. No knockdowns, no real drama. One guy coming in with, you know, less than a week's notice, coming straight off a, a car forecourt. He's a car salesman by trade, not in the gym, clearly looking out of shape, under-motivated. And he couldn't put him away, couldn't knock him out. So I'm like, okay, maybe he was just, you got the weight wrong, maybe he ate too much food, maybe just, you know, or maybe Chaz Riverstone was more awkward than he looked. Anything can happen. But let's see how he deals with Chisora. You know, mm-hmm. though Chisora has lost nine fights. Chisora is someone, if he is as good as everybody believes he is, he should destroy Chisora pretty comfortably. Mm-hmm. But the Chisora that's turning up, unfortunately for him, is a Chisora no, no one's ever seen before. It's a Chisora, he might uh, look the same, but in terms of intensity, in terms of punch output, in terms of motivation, mm-hmm. this is a different type of Derek Chisora. This is, mm-hmm. you know, this is the, the real war. We've seen Derek Chisora in many wars over the many battles. He's been up and down. He's been knocked down. He's been knocked out. He's been there. One thing you can guarantee is pure drama, pure excitement, pure adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And Derek Chisora, for the first time in his whole career, is 12-round fit. And that means for 12 rounds, he can punch nonstop come at you nonstop and be able to absorb an obscene amount of punishment. He's fitter than he's ever been before. Mm-hmm. So if you think Derek Zora had a decent chin taking these punches from Carlos Takam, he's got way more in the tank now. He can just keep marching forward. Mm-hmm. So you're going to guarantee yourselves an absolute cracking fight live in the sky box office. Halloween. You can't do anything else. It's illegal to go to a bar, <laughs> to go to a restaurant, to go to the cinema. You're not allowed to even go to your friend's house. You have to stay at home and watch this pay-per-view. The government should do some type of initiative to force everybody to watch this fight because it will be the best Halloween anyone's ever had. You know, forget watching horror movies. This is going to be a horror movie. The way Alexander Usyk is going to get battered on Saturday night, it will be like watching a horror movie. Do you reckon the 
the pay-per-view sales should be through the roof because it's not like people can congregate. <laughs> exactly. You know? Usually people go to the pub to yeah. watch this type of Or fight. friends. People, really, you go to your friend's house, go to... Now everybody has to individually pay for this fight. <laughs> so theoretically, you should do some great numbers. Yeah, if there's ever a day to do it, Halloween is Saturday night. What are the odds of that? Yeah. And there's a global pandemic, which has never happened in the history of known man. And you've got a fight with an underdog, a British underdog fighting a Ukrainian champion who's like 12 to 1 to be... It's, it's an absolutely a no-win fight on paper for Derek Tazora. Mm. But he's going to do something that Usyk isn't going to expect him to do. And you're going to see exactly what that is. And by the time he's realized what's happening, we're already in round six. And he's right out of steam. And Derek Chisora has been pounding at his body, pounding at his hips, his neck, his shoulders. His elbow. He's going to be punching any part of his body he can get his hands on. And it's, it's going to be a beautiful thing to see. When I look <laughs> at the corner, when I look at the Ukrainian corner, you know, Papachenko had a bad night last week. Real bad night. He's going to have an even worse night. At least his boy heard the final bell. Yusik isn't going to hear the final bell. It's going to be a terrible night for Ukraine. Absolutely horrendous night. His dad is going to be distraught. His two-star pupils, Loma. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, you know, Loma was beaten by a bigger man. He was yeah. just outsized. His technique was good. The guy was fresher, too strong. He just too much for him. It's exactly the same thing's going to happen. What do you make Lopez of the dynamics? Lopez was just too big. What, what do you think of the dynamics of fight night now? We're going to have no crowd. There isn't going to be fans there to cheer you on, to get you through those moments. How much of a factor do you think that that's going to play fight night? I don't think it's going to make that much difference. The reason why I believe Derek Chisora has preferred the crowd in the past is because he hasn't been in shape. He's been out of energy. The tank is empty and he just gets wheeled on by the crowd. That's what's happening. So he's needed the crowd because he hasn't had the engine to keep mm -hmm. going. So he's used the energy from all of those 20,000 people at the Arena, willing him to keep punching. He just keeps going. He won't need it this time because he's got a full tank of gas. And he's ready to go. So he's, it doesn't mean that I, I think it doesn't make any difference for Derek Chisora this fight. Maybe in the past, maybe for the Dylan White fights or the Carlos Takam fights, if it was a, a quiet arena, I'm not sure how he'd have conjured up the energy to keep going. Mm -hmm. But for this fight, he's got it. It's all going to come from within. He doesn't need outside influences. He just needs a referee who knows how to count to 10 when he pounds this guy to the canvas. One of the things I love the most about the heavyweight division is how crazy things can get. I mean, yeah. you got everything from throwing tables to having gates between y'all to chatting shit. I mean, it's the most that's exciting. All Derek, that's all of Derek. That's all of Derek's <laughs> fights you just mentioned. Derek exactly. threw the table. Me and, me, me and Derek <laughs> had the cage, and uh, both me and Derek chat a load of shit. So uh, yeah, but, no, but it's, it's it's. But we haven't seen that with with him against Usyk. Like, you haven't seen him do any of that with Usyk. Why is that? He doesn't need to. He does. The fight sells itself. You know, in the past, he needed to hype the fight up. The hype's already there. People are so excited for this fight. People who are not even boxing fans have heard, heard of the legend of Usyk, how great he is, pound mm -hmm. for pound. They get to see this guy live. You know, I'm like, okay, the guy's good, but 
he's going to get beat up by Derek Chisora. They're like, what are you doing? The same Derek Chisora? Yes, he's still going. He's 36 years old now. You know, he's uh, 31 and nine or something. On paper, he's got no business even being in the ring. Mm -hmm. Think about it. But in reality, he's going to charge him down and force Usyk to do something he's never had to do before. And that's fight for every second of the round. Normally he comes out and has a look for a first few four rounds, for two, three, four rounds. Gets a little measuring tape out and sort of figures out where the guy is. He doesn't need a measuring tape for this fight because he's going to have Derek Chisora on his chest from the first bell, whacking away at him, really forcing the pace. And Usyk's going to be carrying maybe 10, maybe 20 pounds of additional weight mm -hmm. that he's not used to carrying. What happens when it gets into round eight and nine in a tough fight, carrying those additional pounds? You know, do you, I don't know. Do you think that Usyk, in order to sort of solidif solidify himself in the heavyweight division, he would have to either knock down Derek or stop him at, at some point? Yeah, for sure. He, his mission, his, his first heavyweight outing against uh, um, Chad Witherspoon was supposed to be his coming out party. Mm -hmm. This was supposed to be the undisputed cruiserweight champion, who's going to go on and do what only two people have done in the history of boxing, be the cruiserweight champion, moved up to be the heavyweight champion, myself and uh, Vander, the real deal, Holyfield. He was going to be the third man to do what we've done. He sat out there, all the light, all eyes were on him, and yeah, well, you won, but yeah, okay. Maybe next time, maybe because Chaz was just there to survive, maybe. Now's his opportunity. Now he's mm -hmm. going to try and show everybody. He picked, he picked Derek Tazora. He could have picked anybody. Mm -hmm. He chose to fight Derek. He saw Derek fight Saint Agashi against the Southpaw when he wasn't prepared to fight a Southpaw. Mm -hmm. He didn't know the rules of fighting a Southpaw. And he just couldn't quite get to grips with it and went 10 rounds. Mm -hmm. Didn't look good. Looked awkward. Didn't quite get his footwork right. Missing loads of shots. Didn't really get a foothold in that fight. They watched that fight for Derek can't fight Southpaws. Let's get Derek. We can look good against Derek. Then look, Fight before that, he got knocked out by Dylan White. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's definitely that's definitely our guy. But since then, you know, since his fight against uh, David Price, a big man, you no know, six foot nine, a guy who up close and personal, when it got inside and rough, that's when Derek did the damage mm -hmm. inside. He wasn't landing anything at long range. Only when he got inside did he really start letting the bums fly inside, and he got Derek, he got he got uh, David Price out of there. So in my mind, when he gets close to Usyk and forces Usyk to fight, Usyk isn't going to be expecting Derek to get as close as he's going to get, cut, mm -hmm. cutting off the ring, forcing Usyk to go toe-to-toe, -to, -toe, to exchange. Because mm -hmm. when he does, it's going, to be, um, it's going to be very, very explosive. Usyk can punch. Now, Usyk, you know, Usyk is a respected puncher. I don't believe he's the biggest puncher in the world. You know, he's got a respected knockout ratio at cruiserweight. But against the world champion, he didn't really knock him out. He won on points. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, you know, at what level are you a puncher? Are you a puncher at the top level as a cruiserweight? Not really. How about in the heavyweight division? Mm -hmm. We'll find out now. He didn't look like a puncher against Chad Moverstone. Didn't knock him out that easily. He stopped him. He kind of retired on his stool. Mm -hmm. He should have been getting guys like that out of there. You know, how long would Chad Moverstone last with Derek Jezora? Wouldn't last lasted seven rounds. I can tell you that it lasted two, maximum three rounds. Mm -hmm. Obviously, stars make fights, but 
I'm just really excited that Derek Azora is finally in the shape that I've always wanted him to be in. He's finally just allowed the the training team and training staff to just put down an intensive training schedule like no one else would have to be able to put themselves through. Mm-hmm. And he's done it. He's ticked all the boxes. He's spied every round we've asked. He's done every round of circuit. All of these horrible sessions that just fill your body with lactic acid, push your lungs to the absolute max, like to the point you're going to puke. Pushed him, pushed him, pushed him. And he got it done. Saturday was the last hard session he did. 12 rounds, emptying mm-hmm. the tank. And it's just been recovery ever since then. He did a little warm-up session today, a little, a little power, explosive stuff, not touching any of his energy systems. He's just going to be recovering, recuperating, rejuvenating until Saturday night where he can unleash the beast. He can then open the cage and let him run across <laughs> that ring at Usyk. And Usyk is going to try and run away for a while. He must get, but at some stage, he's going to have to hold his feet and he's going to have to go to war. And the moment he starts going to war with someone whose nickname is War, He's getting flattened. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're a great talker there. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying how it is. I'm just calling the shots I see him and the shots are going to be coming from all angles. Yeah. <laughs> Zora is, honestly, uh, I don't know how to... I, well, we know that there's a the, lot... The odds, the odds, the odds are so in Usyk's favour. I'm yeah. telling you, just put a little bit of money on Derek Chisora. Just a little bit of something because you're going to... On the first six rounds, the stop is like 50 to 1 on some betting odds. 50 mm-hmm. to 1 for Derek Chisora to do the, the unthinkable. But if you'd have seen what I've seen, look, talk to any of his sparring partners. All of his sparring partners, every single one of them, when I talked to them privately, I said, what did you think when you was coming over to spar? They thought, okay, it's going to be good, but Derek's going to get battered. You, know, you see, because it's a different level. And I said, how about now? After they sparred, they went, we didn't know Derek could do that. We didn't, mm. he'd never done it in the ring before why Why doesn't he always fought like that and I went exactly this is it he's doing stuff he's never done before every single sparring partner can't believe Derek Chisora is doing what he's doing and if he can translate that into a fight mm-hmm. into in, if he can translate that into fight conditions with 10 he's doing it with 20 ounce gloves on big head guard when you take when you cut them gloves in half and it's all knuckle He's hitting the top of the head. He's hitting the back of the head, the neck, around the shoulder. He's just pounding anything he can get his hands on and doing damage with massive gloves on against solid, rock-solid guys. Woo! We got ourselves, <laughs> we got, we got ourselves well, an absolute barnstorm. I'm telling you, this is, this is it. There's a lot also on the line in terms of, you know, if, if Derek can pull this off, right? If Derek wins, then we know that there's the possibility. Like he said, he's hoping to see a trilogy between himself and Tyson Fury. Now we know that Alexander Usyk is supposed to, we don't know if it's going to happen or not. He's supposed to get a shot at Anthony Joshua. It's a, a WBO mandatory. It's a WBO correct. mandatory. But if Derek Tazora is to knock out, use that changes everything. It does. The whole heavyweight landscape changes Derek Chisora now becomes the man mm-hmm. he becomes the man that everybody wants to see fight for that title mm-hmm. either AJ or Fury they want to see Derek this new version of Derek Chisora in there against the big boys they've seen him against the number one WBO contender number one mandatory there's nowhere other, nowhere else to go other than for the heavyweight title mm-hmm. so that's it so and I know that not Tyson- think too far yeah not want to think too far into the future because we've got an absolutely got yeah. like a, a lot of people saying a mission impossible against music. 
but you see Saturday night. You'll understand why I'm so excited right now. I've never felt this way before any of Derek Zadora's fights mm -hmm. because he's only given me, he's given me 80% in the past. And that 20%, I believe, is the difference between winning and losing. You know, against uh, David Price, for instance, I knew the pace he set out, I know he didn't have t 10 rounds of that in him mm -hmm. or 12 rounds of that in him. I knew that was enough to beat David Price, but that wouldn't be how fit he was for any of his other fights his whole career wouldn't be good enough to get to hear the final bell against you, this Usyk. Mm -hmm. But we, we don't have the old Del Boy. We got war this time around. All right. Well, thank you for your time, David. Sorry, I don't know what's I'm going on with all of these technical... That was a long, that was a long 15 minutes. I was, I was told it was a 15-minute It interview. was supposed to be 15 minutes. Yeah, genuinely. You know, we, know, we know how you love to talk. We, love, we know how you love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blame me, yeah? Okay. Yeah, all you. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it as always. And I wish you, you and the team the best uh, this weekend, October the 31st, live on Sky Sports Box Office and DAZN here in the United States. So I may it. the best man win. May the best man win. But that's going to be Derek Tazora. Remember I said it. Put that money on Tazora. <laughs> He's going to do it. He's going to cause the upset. All right. All right. All right. Thank you so much, David. Have a great evening. Okay, bye. Yeah. Hey Fight Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you do so by clicking this icon right here or else.